Psalm 8 says, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? May this time of meditation upon the revelation of our triune God fill us with the truth that God is not only mindful of us, but he has sought us out to save us and to lavish us with his blessings now and for all eternity. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today we celebrate Trinity Sunday. In just a little while, we will confess the Athanasian Creed, which goes into great detail about our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But why do we do that? Why does it matter? Why does it matter what we believe? There are so many in the world today that say, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe something. I wish I could say that that kind of thinking was rare and unusual, but unfortunately it's not. I've heard that said all the time. I've, I've seen it uh, online, people all over the place saying, you know, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe. Now, contrast that statement to what we'll confess in the Athanasian Creed here in a little bit. And you have my permission to, to look in the, in the bulletin, look ahead at the Athanasian Creed and, and read uh, through what it says there here. It says, whoever desires to be saved must believe this. And so with that in mind, yes, it certainly matters what we believe. And so do all those things that are included in the Athanasian Creed. And you can see there, there's quite the list. One God in Trinity and Trinity and Unity equal in glory and majesty, uncreated, infinite, eternal, almighty, the Son not created but begotten, the Holy Spirit neither created nor begotten but proceeding, and then Jesus Christ, the Son of God, born a Son of Man who suffered, died, and rose for our salvation, ascended into heaven, and will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. That is the truth. That's the truth that we live in and confess each and every day. Yes, it matters. But why? Again, that's a question that many around us are asking, especially these days. And a lot of people around us would say it doesn't matter. People in the world would say matters of doctrine don't matter, especially compared to dealing with a pandemic. Or maybe that doctrine doesn't matter to those who aren't, don't know how they can make ends meet, or those who hear the news of cancer, or those who are preparing for Memorial Day and remembering and mourning the loss of a spouse, child, or parent in a war. People in the world would say, why would doctrine matter to people in those kind of situations? To many in the world, cold, hard facts like the Athanasian Creed don't matter. They'd say that the church just needs to be more loving and less doctrinal. But here's the deal. On the contrary, it's exactly for those reasons that all of this truly does matter. Love and doctrine are not opposites, at least they shouldn't be. For if the scriptures are right, which we know and believe, then they tell us that God is love. And to know God is to know love. And to know what God has done for us is to know what love does and be, to be drawn into that love. 
to be drawn into that love which we know is real, true love. Because real love is based on knowing the beloved. That's why real love lasts beyond the warm, fuzzy feelings. That's why real love grows stronger over time, even when looks fade and skin grows wrinkly. And so when the Athanasian Creed says, whoever desires to be saved must believe this, it says that not because you have to be able to pass some kind of test and have all the right knowledge to get into heaven. No, it matters because to know who God is is to know who that man on the cross is. To know that the man hanging there on the cross isn't just a man, but the God-man, fully God and fully man. To know that God died in love for each and every one of you. Because Christianity isn't about good people doing good things in good ways for a good life. It's about God dying on the cross for sinners. Sinners like you and me and everyone else in this world. It's about a good God doing good things. It's about the Father giving his Son who gives us the Holy Spirit and the Spirit joining us to the Son who takes us to the Father. That's who God is. That's what God alone does for us. The two go together. And you either have both or you have neither. That's why it matters. That's why we can't give up this Christian Trinitarian faith. It's not just a matter of life and death like so many other things around us in this world. It's a matter of eternal life, eternal death. Because if God has come for us to save us, if he sent his son to rescue us from our greatest need, death, if he sends his spirit to be with us and keep us now through all the trials and troubles of life, then that matters. That matters when death comes suddenly. It matters when tragedy comes upon us suddenly. It matters when the doctor says you have cancer and only so long to live. It matters that we know who God is. Not just because we know the facts, but because we know what he is and and who he is for us. Because of the cross. There, God shows us who he is. There, God shows us his love for us. There, God shows us that he will never leave us, he'll never forsake us, no matter how bad things get. Because if he wanted to, if he was going to, he would have. Jesus would have jumped down from the cross and said, you know what, forget that. I'm not going to do this for a bunch of stiff-necked, ungrateful, unlovable sinners. But of course we know he didn't do that. He stayed. He stayed for you. He suffered for you. He laid down his life for you, and that matters. And that was the plan from the foundation of the world. It's who God is and what God does. The Son was there with the Father at creation. They delighted in and loved one another, and they delighted in and loved their creation. And Peter, in his Pentecost sermon, spelled out how God's plan to redeem his creation from sin and death had been revealed long ago and accomplished by Jesus. Jesus, the God of Abraham in the flesh. Jesus showing us the Father and his love for us. And now the Holy Spirit given to unite us in that love. That's exactly what the Pharisees couldn't wrap their minds around. The love of God 
for us. That God would be this, that God would do this. But here's the deal, if God is not this, if God does not do this, then we must. Which means we must bear our own sin and, and find our own way to eternal life. And the Pharisees, they thought they could. They thought they could do that by their, their works. But every time they sparred with Jesus, their wisdom, their deeds, their life could never match his, could it? And so really, when we confess the Athanasian Creed today, what we're really confessing is this. Sin, death, and condemnation are powerful. More powerful than you and I. So powerful, in fact, that only an uncreated, infinite, eternal, almighty person could defeat and overcome them. And brothers and sisters in Christ, we have such a person in Jesus. And that matters. It matters when death is staring you in the face that you've been baptized into this Jesus who defeated death in the grave for you so that death will not be the end for you, but you will pass through death to life with him. It matters when the trials and tribulations of this world are flung upon you that you have received the body and blood of this Jesus who endures it all with you, who knows it and who has promised to be here with you through it all. It matters when Satan floods your mind with the thought of all your sins and failures and shortcomings and shows you how unworthy you really are, that you hear the absolution of Jesus who loves you anyway, who came and died for your sin and unworthiness, and who says to you, I took care of all that. I forgive you. I love you. I saw a great quote uh, online yesterday. It said, uh, Satan knows your name, but he calls you by your sin. God knows your sin, but he calls you by your name. And I thought that was a good quote and fits here because we realize that Satan's accusations are true. You know, we are guilty. We are sinners. We do deserve death. But Jesus' words are true too. And they are powerful. He forgives you all of your sin. And if all that from Jesus, then all that from the Father and the Spirit also. For all are one God, one Lord. A trinity in unity and unity and trinity. God for you. In the Athanasian Creed, we confess that also by using the word Catholic. Catholic with a little c, which means universal. Which means it's for everybody. It's for everybody, not just for some. God did this for all people. For you, for your neighbors, for your coworkers, for all the world. For he is God for you. And that matters. That's something to guard, to treasure, to hold on to tightly, to never give up. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through right now, it matters because you matter to God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit who delights in you to pursue you and save you so that you may live forgiven, free, and forever in his grace. So yes, believing in him matters. Amen.